Oh, what a great tune. What a great tune. I, classic. By the way, I'm Kevin. And I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm Joel. I'm Joel. Yeah. I just did that as a joke. And this is... Kevin. This Kevin. is the, uh, this is actually the Kevin. We have yeah. a lot of fun here. Well, I mean, that's one of those jokes of surprise. Uh, people expected me to say Joel. I said Kevin. Out of nowhere comes yeah. comes Kevin. Mm-hmm. Uh, they call that breaking the dialogism. Did you know that? Oh, I did not know that. So is this the technical term for surprise comedy? Basically, it's a happy surprise comedy, just mm. right in the middle of your brain. Just like, boop. Yeah. There it is. Happy surprise comedy. Boop. 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 Uh, so, look. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Thank you for joining Thank us, you, uh, podcasters students. and students. Welcome back alike. to uh, classes uh, in se- session. That's good. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, today we are going to jump right into it because I, um, we've discussed this before and we did a horrible job uh, last time when we talked about Sarah Silverman. Just um, awful. Yeah, we did not start talking about her yeah. soon enough and that we were even saying that we wanted to. I so, know. A little ironic. We were flooded with emails. Mm-hmm. Um, they just kept pouring through the door. They're like, do you realize what you guys did in that podcast? And we were like, no, not when we were doing it, obviously. We wouldn't have no. done it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... You know, we, we, now we realize, now we're looking back and yeah. so we're, we've decided, there's uh, a, yeah, there's a bit of purple egg on her face. We're a little mm-hmm. embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And so here we are. So we're, we're like, getting, let's get right on it and right let's on. mention who we're going to talk about. He is a comedian and we, we don't need to a, mention his color. Super classic. Yeah. Just a classic. A real legend. Great, a yeah, real oh legend. yeah. He's true. We haven't yeah. done a real legend. We were discussing it and we, we haven't yet mm-hmm. done a true blue legend and this is the anxiety around it right because how how long can we really go i mean there's so much in these and how can you mythical beings how can you capture these figures of legend yeah of -hmm. someone who's been around forever right um and really it was the first teacher of comedy because he he taught us and he taught the world what was funny and how to yeah, laugh, yeah. you know, how to laugh again, how to laugh at simple things. Um, and, and you know, it, it's Bill Cosby, it's by Bill the way, Cosby. Just you, yeah, it's Bill Cosby because we did need to mention, he's talking um, about, uh, little stories about his childhood, childhood, his family, family. his friends. These are simple things. We all have family and some of yes. us have friends. Some of us do have friends and, uh, some of us have lost our families. And, and that's hard. And some of us have been lost by our friends. Yeah, and some of us have purposely been left by our families and by our friends and are just alone. Yeah. Um, but that's all, like, you can, all, that can be funny. Like, of and course. Bill Cosby showed us he that. He shows us mm-hmm. his own uh, take on that isolation that sometimes you experience when you're just uh, looking around the mall and, you know, where'd everyone go? And right. they're just gone. But he's like, no, that can be a good moment for you. Now, that can be funny. One of the things about Bill Cosby that I love so much is the way he sings, you know. I'm dreaming of a white I didn't. Oh. <laughs> no, another I, classic. Uh, another classic. Kevin, I'm doing a joke. Surprise pop. What I've yeah. done was. B- Bing Crosby sounds a lot like Bill Cosby. It does. It <laughs> and does. I, I mean, I broke down because it's a it's a silly joke, and I would never 
it's not funny enough to like spend the whole podcast pretending that it's you know one good. person is another it's, person it's just because their name good. sounds similar mm-hmm. or they have the same first name or anything like that. Right. You know. You, but I just thought it was a funny little thing. Um, it's interesting that having such a similar name, Bing went into music, where Bill went, went into, into comedy, comedy. But they both have that Cosby Crosby mm-hmm. mix. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, I wonder it's, if it's the R softens the C. It, uh, I mean, that's a yeah. uh, that's a good question. That I, well, let's do a contest right up the top. Right up the top. Um, I wonder if. The R in Crosby softens the C. Like, uh, creative, is that as funny a word as it, concave? Yeah. Well, it isn't or, because concave has two Cs, but... Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. That's a good contest. There uh, you go, students. Yeah. Um, that's your homework, I guess. If a consonant <laughs> follows a... <laughs> it would be, Kevin. If a consonant follows a hard C or K, does that soften it? Um, do some consonants not soften it? If it's a soften the comedy, of course, and then if it's a vowel, uh, is that as funny as it, it can be? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> R- run with it, kids. That's why they didn't call it the Bill Show. They had to call it the Cosby Show. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about that show. Oh well, that was a great show, and and I'll tell you why. Because not only did it have the great Bill Cosby on it, but it also had the incomparable Madeline Kahn. Are you familiar uh, yes. with her? Uh, she played his wife? Nah, she's just a friend on it. Uh, it's just, um, oh, oh, yes. Madeline Kahn. Of course, from uh, Mel Brooks films yes, and so on. Uh, exactly. She uh, she was in a lot of, of a lot of films. Well, she's not alive anymore, and the, the show is pretty new. But I bet you if she was mm-hmm. alive, she'd be a huge fan of the show. Fair enough. She had a great uh, comic sensibility, and that's why she was used in so many Mel, Bro- Mel Brooks films. Mm-hmm. And... Um, she also was in this great movie that I love, What's Up Doc, with Barbara Streisand. Oh. You know Barbara really? Streisand. I, I, I mean, she's had so many albums. Yes. Oh, huge uh, she's success. A huge, she's one of the best. I mean, she's one of those. Mm. Is she a, com- a comedian or a comic? Well, she's not a stand-up comic. Mm-mm. She's a performer, and she's acted in so many comedy films that I think she is a comedian. Mm-hmm. Like, you she, can't argue that's that. That's her prowess. That is mm-hmm. where one of her many facets just shines and all her fingers are in many different pies mm-hmm. yet you take them out and you give it a lick and there's some tasty comedy cream filling mm-hmm. uh, that's just attached. Now, interesting little uh, side note of trivia. Barbara Streisand has quite a booty on her. Oh, A, a lot really? of people don't know this. Yeah, okay. she's got a big round booty. I did not know that that qualifies as trivia. Well, it's not trivial. You're right. It's kind of a serious thing. It's serious. Thing. This would be She has examined. a big booty, and uh, mm. that's why it's kind of surprising that she wasn't on The Cosby Show, which, you know, had I'm sure people with big booties, it would have had to. But that's that's kind of the full circle of the thing, where it's like... A very full circle. Mm. Come on. So, yeah, um, that was just an interesting thing that I thought, which was, you know, I mean, that's the that's the tie-in, I guess, is booty... Um, yeah, that's definitely a tie-in, mm-hmm. uh, Barbara Streisand, to the Cosby mm-hmm. show. Um, the Bill Cosby show came, uh, it's what I was thinking, that's why I didn't get the reference of um, now, I Yeah, I can't Ma- remember Maryland, which Madeline Kahn, I don't Ma- know if Ma- she was in the Cosby show or the Bill Cosby, she was in one, she was of, the, in the late, one of the later the, ones. The later one, yeah. Mm-hmm. The original one uh, was in the late 80s, uh, the, Co- uh, the Bill Cosby show. 
Right, which probably could have used Madeline Kahn. It could have. She yes. was amazing. Her vocal dexterity. She took mm-hmm. vocal lessons so she could do anything. You could tell so, she she would do these operatic lines sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or, or, Just the uh, way she spoke lines. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do. I can't yeah, do it, no, but she was, um, Howard, like she had in the, in What's Up Doc, she said Howard a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, just the way she did it was so funny. It was so different because it did that it Howard, so yeah. you know, and uh, that is not my husband or my fiance. But anyway, yeah, she was amazing, and, mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. of course, she suffered from cancer. Oh, and man. she died of, of cancer, which was very, well, very that's, sad. That's a tragic end. Yeah, and the Cosby Show did have a tribute episode for her. Oh, really? And, yeah, uh, Memories of Madeline. And uh, mm. they played all sorts of clips, and you laughed, but then you felt this incredible loss inside you. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and like, you're a little bit hungry. Hungry probably. for more con. Hungry for it. Um, the con. Mm-hmm. The con artist. Well, she was an artist, and her last name was Khan, and I, so I like how you brought mm-hmm. that together, and mm-hmm. and that's kind of the laughter that that she would have, yeah, she would have, she would have appreciated that because and she's looking up at us and just mm-hmm. smiling and patting us on the back and saying we're doing a great job. I think she is because I'm feeling that warmth, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But yes, uh, so Madeline Kahn was the... The fiery redhead explosion that the comedy show needed mm. without that, that spark, that flame. They're just a bunch of shadows being mm-hmm. played against the wall with no, mm-hmm. you know, no real substance, just a lot of, you know, darkness. There, there's jokes, but you, you just just shifting but shapes. Kevin, of, can I suggest that Madeline Kahn's fire was the light that created the shadow? That creates the I shadow. I mean, that's what threw them against the mm-hmm. wall and said, yes, now we can see you for your comedy because against Madeline Kahn's brightness, yeah. you know, yeah. you are illuminated. And that was mm-hmm. kind of the interesting thing where, where I guess she stood out because she was the only person on that show with red hair. Right. Um, Bill Cosby's wife, I, what was the actress? I, but she um, had a lighter t- brown kind brown of hair. knee hair, but uh, obviously died. But mm-hmm, Madeline mm-hmm. Kahn's was, was red, and she was the only person of her type, I guess, in that group. Yeah, uh, of the red, like no redheads, mm-hmm. just a lot of uh, Blacks. black hairs and black brown hairs. hairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was a great mix. It was interesting to see that dynamic. Yeah, and I, I and that was kind of the memory of the Cosby Show for me was mm-hmm. always because my eyes every time she came in the room, my eyes would go to Madeline. Oh yes, yes. Um, maybe because I knew her from What's Up Doc and um, and Young Frankenstein. Yes, of course. When, and in that movie, uh, can we talk about Gene Wilder? Oh, of course. I mean, he had that uh, wonderful, crazy, curly hair mm-hmm. that uh, was just, just, just <laughs> so zany. fun. And zany. you look, and that you his big eyes and his curly hair, and you'd go, yeah. "That's Gene Wilder." Yes, he had this angry hilarity. Mm-hmm. You know, he constantly what's looked going on pissed. here. Yeah, you know? yeah, he just looked so angry, and yet you would just just smile at him. That that mystery that he brought to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory mm-hmm. um, just touched me. Indeed. And I'm sorry, but Johnny Depp, if you're listening, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Learn, it's Tim Burton's yeah, fault probably. Learn but, a bit of, of comedy. But uh, Johnny Depp doesn't have any hard C's as name. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, Gene mm-hmm. gets away with that by having wildness mm-hmm. right in his That's name. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what's we can thank Steve Martin for that. Yeah. Uh, he's a wild, wild and crazy, crazy guy. <laughs> Just a classic. So, you know, Johnny, 
thank you for for what you do, but keep making sad movies that mm-hmm. make us cry and feel things. Mm-hmm. I want to watch chocolate. Yeah, I will mm-hmm. watch chocolate on my own time mm-hmm. when I when I'm crying alone. Mm-hmm. But when I'm with uh, the friends and family who have left me in various places. And see them again. I want to laugh, and mm-hmm. I want to watch. Uh, funny about the, baby. The wonky. Uh, the, Willy, the, Charlie the Willy Wonka. Charlie Wonka. Uh, funny about Factory. baby. Uh, Gene Wilder's in the producers. The producers. The original, the original the, um, one, not yeah. the uh, 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 Matthew the, Broderick. That's his name. Uh, one. The Ferris Bueller one. Um, right. And uh, what other? Uh, hear no evil. See no evil. Oh, uh, Blazing Saddles. Blazing another Sa- Mal- which Madeline Mal- Kahn was in. Yes, yes, she does that. I'm so tired. I can't quite do <laughs> the singing. The singing <laughs> she's, prostitute. She's, the singing. Pro- the classic yeah, singing prostitute. Yeah, and you go there and you're like, this is cheeky for that day. Mm-hmm. And it and it was just for a historical piece though. I mean, that was very. Um, it's it's just very adventurous to see Mel Brooks doing a period piece mm-hmm. and just really nailing down the historical accuracy of what it was like to shoot a, a Western film in mm-hmm. the 70s. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and it's that, but he also, and he can do so many period pieces. He did that period piece, uh, Spaceballs, which yeah. is set in the future, and he did that accurately, too. That so, I mean, the guy mm-hmm. can't be stopped. He's, He's a visionary. Dynamo. Oh, visionary. Uh, and, uh, understatement much? His, <laughs> yeah, really, I mean, his, his films are prophetic, um, mm-hmm. and he, you know, his beard is that of uh, that uh, of Noah's mm-hmm. of of Moses, mm-hmm. he is uh, that Gandalf. kind of figure. He's Gandalf the White. I'm yeah. sorry, he's, yeah. he, he's surpassed Gandalf the Gray. Exactly, uh, you know, eons ago. Yeah, he's Gandalf the the you know fluorescent white mm-hmm. who shines his his comedy beams and, down and stands there and the says, way. "Thou shalt not pass." And also, this is what it looks like in the freaking future. Yes, and this is how you be funny. And now we know. Now we know so mm-hmm. much. Thank you, Mel Brooks, Thanks, and Mel. thank you, Ma- Madeline Kahn. If Madeline Kahn could hear this uh, from beyond the grave, thank you, and thank we you. honor you, and we and we miss you. Yeah, come back. Well, I know she would if she could, and especially if Mel Brooks was uh, doing another movie. Because a lot of times, Mel Brooks was the only one that was hiring her. And I don't know mm-hmm. why, because she was so good. Good. Um, <clears throat> so one thing to talk about when we talk about Bill Cosby, Kevin, mm-hmm. is uh, something for our students and, and, and our muggle listeners, sure. which is long-form and short-form comedy. Now, Bill Cosby did long-form comedy. Yeah. What is that? Stories. Uh, this is a narrative. This is your three-part trilogy joke. Mm-hmm. Um, what I like to call the the Star Wars um, joke. Right. Not I, in call, that I, I you, call it Lord of the Funny. Yeah. I call it um, the Star Wars style joke because mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm still working on. I didn't want to go with the Lord of the Rings angle. We already have the game. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyways, this is where in you you've got anywhere from six to nine to three parts. Sometimes uh, I'll joke. call it back to the funny. That is it's based amazing. Back to wow, the future, yeah. I haven't had enough time to really yeah, you'll work get, out you'll the get movie. One. You'll get one. All right. Um, the, the, I was thinking of the Terminator of comedy well i do the other one i, I do is uh, funny furious five. Oh, see there's yeah. so many or bugs funny well no, that's, no, not that's not a trilogy a... or a 
that's not a franchise. Mm. Yeah, I, well, that's another one I do is right. uh, funny franchise. Oh, that just enca- encapsulates the funny franchise. Them all. Right, and the alliteration there. Mm. So this is where you've got so many parts to your joke, mm-hmm. and you're you know you maybe it's about your childhood. This is a whole story. This is um a rambling up and a rolling down. Mm-hmm. That is a wacky roller coaster ride, but uh, I like to think of it as some people do it shorter than that. Right. I, I like to think of it as uh, you're driving down the road, um, and it's a long road. Mm-hmm. This is this ain't no highway though. There's a lot of stop signs, and those stop signs are punchlines. So you're going down, and you're like, you know, my mother uh, fed me breast milk, uh, and then the punchline would be you know from my grandmother or something i don't know but like there's a punchline i can't think of one right now Mm -hmm. and then you go and you start driving down the other thing now the whole road connects kevin the whole road is is one road yeah okay so it's one story it's one joke but we have one direction one direction right and and that is long form comedy in a metaphor for me right i I, I tend to agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I like also if you're looking in a say a library, mm-hmm. and each uh, shelf bookshelf has a different story on it. Right. So you pick up one of the books mm-hmm. and you start flipping through it. Right. Now that one book is going to tell one story, mm-hmm. but within it are going to be lots of different ideas, right. lots of different um, stops, punchlines, jokes along the way. Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be character development, mm-hmm. tears, enemies made. Mm-hmm. But in the end, you're going to come out strong and, and are there gonna be cha- Are there going to be chapter breaks? Exactly. Um, That's what, are where there the are going to be. There's even going to be footnotes, perhaps. Yeah. Little additional things. You get a dense enough book, and, and it will need footnotes. Yeah. Especially in second edition, third edition. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think that's also what we're talking about. Not not that that would be a trilogy because it's right. the same book just released like yes. three times. Yes. Um, but sometimes the funny joke would be three separate stories, that's but right. all and connected in the yeah. same thing. Like this There's is a my few page childhood is a big thing. Uh, saying oh this is my childhood. Well. What does that entail? Well, there's a hundred million stories that could probably come out of that. Yeah. Um, and then your your adolescence and or your prepubescence, and then your adolescence, and then your teenage years, and then your early twenties. I mean, mm-hmm. basically, what you've got there is uh, a saga, uh, the like of which we ne'er have seen before. That. Indeed, indeed. And when you are able to craft it, as Mr. Cosby does, into uh, a joke and say it on stage, then you're performing stand-up comedy no matter how you look at that. Mm-hmm. At that situation. Well, and, and, and interestingly, uh, he was the one that pioneered, and 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 I don't use that term lightly, uh, the art of sit-down comedy. Sit down comedy. Where he got a cigar, okay, Mm -hmm. and he walked out on stage, and he had an easy chair, a big old leather easy chair. What? And he flopped down in it and said, this is where I'm going to talk to you from. Yeah. This is where I'm going to not stand up, Kevin, but sit down down. with my, you know, I don't know what what he was drinking, but he had a cigar and I'm going to tell you my stories and you're going to be in my living room. In a theater, but actually in there. uh, Not physically, but metaphorically. Mm. Um, 
the atmosphere would be that of that nature and boy was that ever a, a crazy thing uh sit down comedy and that was just that idea of look be comfortable with me because right. i'm not yeah. even standing i'm not even trying i'm not even working mm-hmm. i'm i'm here and can we just say our hero mike berbiglia mm-hmm. emulates that so well he does and 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 that guy hasn't even touched his childhood he just goes on and on and on about like some relationships he's had Mm -hmm. in his early 20s or something like that or maybe in the last decade it's all he needs he's already got a a tome of 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 such rich storytelling that he doesn't need to even go that young no of course not i mean he he walks by those issues and his cape may Mm -hmm. brush against Mm -hmm. them if you if you'll allow it Mm -hmm. but no, he's he's good where he is, mm-hmm. and he's realized that this rocket ship that he's taken is going straight to Mars. Mm-hmm. And Bill Cosby is 60, and mm-hmm. he's still talking about when he's 10. I mean, is there something 10? wrong There's there? something strange about that. There's well, where, an interaction happening yeah. that, that just... Uh, speaks speaks volumes to to the the questions the real questions mm-hmm. that come out uh, through a comedian's life mm-hmm. because obviously when you see them young and you see Bill Cosby on uh, Spy versus Spy and he's doing whatever he's doing as a young handsome man right. and then and you think wow what kind of kid you know was he that grew up into young handsome man Cosby and now all of a sudden old ancient man Cosby is looking back and saying this is what it was right this was my childhood and and what happened then um and what he's telling us like what can we infer from those stories that would account for those sweaters you know Mm -hmm. what was it that Mm -hmm. what went wrong what damaged him to say these things are things that i can wear on on national television and hold my head up high Mm because he does he does and it bobs around Mm -hmm. and you know he obviously has some neuroses he obviously well he's a he's a professional Mm -hmm. i mean he's a consummate Mm -hmm. professional and and people that with that level of comedic genius and that level of productivity are going to have quirks yeah, and yeah, and very, oh, very much so. Isn't it rude that all the other comedians out there who do the Cosby, Bill Cosby voice, mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. talk about the pudding pops? I mean, we know that we're not oblivious to that, and we've. I mean, I was going to try to avoid it, but I mean, these are just tropes that they constantly go yeah. back to, and it's you know, look, leave the guy alone. Yeah, I mean, hasn't yeah. he honored us with so many jokes? Exactly. There's so much more. Uh, in him and for him mm-hmm. than simply his product placements or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. you wouldn't accuse Tony the Tiger of only, you know, liking Frosted Flakes. Right. He is a versatile character with a life of his own and a lot to give. And I'm pretty sure that he's diverse enough to also be the tiger in the tank. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think Tony Tiger is the tiger in the tank. He's the eye of the tiger, the tiger of the tank, right, yeah. and uh, so the you, tiger uppercut in Street Fighter 2. So if you sit there and you go, oh, he's only into Frosted Flakes. No, no. He's also mm-hmm. a spokesperson for a gas station. Yep. Uh, he's a fighting move. And uh, the other one that you mentioned. That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, Bill Cosby is just that. That's right. He's the eye of the tiger. But let's teach our students, because we mentioned the long-form comedy, and I think mm-hmm. it would be wrong for us not to illustrate what short-form comedy is. That's right. Well, um, why don't you take this one? Just, okay. Well, I'll uh, to think of a, a, an example, um, Stephen Wright. 
Yes, perfect example. Um, he is somebody that would say something, just one joke, and that's you, there. You've got it. You've got your laugh, and you're done. Yeah. Uh, not really a lot of coherency. Um, and then there's the other guy and, that, and people say I sound uh, tired. <laughs> Stephen, Stephen, right? <laughs> you've heard him. He's, he's, the, he's just uh, you know, uh, uh, you know. Um, I got a package of instant water. I didn't know what to add to it. Right. That's, that's a, not. See, that's yeah. Pretty good, um, Stephen Wright. I went to purchase a package of Duracell or Energizer batteries, but then I looked on the back of that package and it said that they weren't included in the package. You know? Exactly. Very that's much. That's also the, a very good. Just those, those concise one liners mm-hmm. that. Just they're funny, and you go, well, he he's buying batteries, or he's he got this, uh, you know, instant water, mm. um, and then you're going, well, what's the joke? What is that? Here it is. Boom! It's they're there not included. Already. Didn't know what to yeah. add. Oh, just add water. Yeah. I know that. Ha ha. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was the other guy. I want to give the other example. He's that guy that um, he he died. Um, he was just kind of a. He seemed yeah. He was a drug addict and he wore the big uh, yep. glasses because they yeah, were cool yeah. at the time uh, those mitch, um, mitch hepberg mitch hepberg mm-hmm. mitch hepberg was the more modern stephen wright yes he would yes. stand up there and he would do the same thing he would do the thing with a big old smile on his face mm-hmm. uh, not even knowing where he was half oh, he the time was so was high going on. he was so high a poor man yeah um obviously was never happy he suffered from drug addiction i don't know what he was hiding from i don't know what he was trying to bury mm-hmm. himself i don't know but um <clears throat> he you know yeah these are the types of things he, and, and to find the funny in that that's, that's difficult. It's difficult. That's difficult, and when you can do that, th- th- I mean, we should tribute t- tributize him. I mean, I think a lot of people were just, you know, just felt bad. Um, I heard the first time he did comedy, he just walked on stage and just started talking, but no one stopped him, you know? Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, maybe we can just let him do this thing. Mm-hmm. He's on drugs. Mm-hmm. So just let him, let him alone. Mm-hmm. And, and th- every now and then he would point out something that, that's kind of funny. Got a chuckle. And, and it would get a couple of chuckles, but usually probably from other people who are on dope. Well, and that's, I mean, there's a market for that. There's a market because a lot of people are doing drugs gonna be, nowadays. Yeah, there's always going to be a market for drugs. Yeah. I, I think that uh, when we do the, when we do tributize Mitch Hedberg. Yes. Um, can we not celebrate the drug park, Kevin? I, and I just want to be careful about that. Yeah, we have to be, we've got young listeners I'm sure young students of mm-hmm. comedy, and yeah, we don't we don't want to uh, suggest you know this avenue is is right. anything glorious no. or or ever fun. It's or not ever going worth to make it. you funnier. It's not no. going to make your comedy better. It's Mitch not going to make you wasn't happy. better because of the drugginess. No, no. yeah, it's just, so. Uh, but just no. to keep that in mind when we do Mitch, yeah, um, when we focus on him and his comedy because mm. he was good, yeah, uh, yeah. but not due to the drugs. Exactly. Mm. Um, when we were talking earlier about how certain comedians uh, will reference Bill Cosby or do the voice or do the Pudding Pops thing, right? Um, one of my uh, favorite comedians of the same kind of style growing mm-hmm. up was Eddie Murphy, um, especially his. Uh, solo acts from from the late 80s when mm. he was doing a stand-up mm. and and he was in these outrageous outfits these these yeah. leather things and he would yeah you know. so anyways he, he told a story on stage 
about um, Bill Cosby calling up and disapproving or unapproving or not approving at all, even, um, of Eddie Murphy's act. And I thought that was an interesting juxtaposition, uh, juxtaposition mm. because of how very similar they are and how much they share in common. I, I, I want to say that um, David Bowie is like the Madeline Kahn version of Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, you look at those skin-tight suits and then that red hair, mm-hmm. you know, kind of shaved to the side, you know, in that top sort of thing high top sort of thing that eddie murphy was doing back then yeah and you go oh boy those two are very similar um you know but one's conish and and the other one's just basically a skinnier skin you know tidy you know wearing a tight thing um bill cosby yeah yeah uh but you know what i and kevin we might disagree on this and i hope mm-hmm. we don't because okay. i don't want to i want to uh be a unified front for our students right. because i don't want right. them to come and go what Oh, what you're, is it you're, you're we're learning now. here? Yeah, yeah like, what is this division? What, all of a sudden? what am I supposed to be taking Ooh. from this? But yeah, maybe the what they should take guys, is yeah. if two people disagree in comedy, that's fine. Yeah, and it can be even styles. funny. And sometimes Joel and mm-hmm. I can laugh at mm-hmm. how angry and upset we get with each other. Like, that's yeah. so true. We do it that's all the, the time, and and make sure that everybody remembers that we're we we're both right. Right. Um, we've talked it's, about that on the Sarah Silverman podcast. We're both right. So, um, but. But I wanted to say that, yeah, I kind of agree with Bill Cosby in that um, there's no reason to swear in comedy and it's not making it funnier. I, I get it. Mm. Be irreverent. Mm. Yeah. Um, talk about sex. Sure. And Eddie Murphy did his fair share of talking about sex. <laughs> that did. You know, that in did. those uh, those stand-up specials, which yeah. were uh, quite, quite uh, vulgar. And, uh, you know. Yes. But well, the, the, obviously, I don't disagree because obviously you're right. That's, mm, that's but just, my issue is, is, is this. Okay. It's not taboo anymore. George Carlin did that whole bit about, mm-hmm. oh, here's seven words that you don't yeah. say on television. Here's all these things. Yeah. Let me just say, let me say, and he said the F word. Mm-hmm. He said the SH word. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? He said the CS word. He said the CS word? He did. Well, guess what? You do say those things on television now. Yeah. You hear them all the time. So it's normal. They're, it's normal. So now, uh, going up there and yelling obscenities... Mm-hmm. isn't adding, like, it, it isn't, ooh, ooh, because that was what it was, right? When George Carlin's like, mm. F word, everyone in the audience went, ooh, ooh everyone cheeky. at home went, <sighs> yeah, you shouldn't say you know? that. Yeah, but now it's like, you can go up there and go F, 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 and everyone's going to be like, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Uh. we've heard it, we say it, it's part of our culture. Thanks, George. You okay. know what I mean? That being said... Um, we do have a lot to, to thank George for, uh, especially taking the magic out of those words for us so that True. when they're used now, instead of that, ooh, sort of effect, now we can use them for the poetic difference that they can bring. And, uh, I've seen co- comedians go on stage before and just say the F word about five or six times and mm-hmm. then leave. And uh, audiences are just crying in tears Man-based and it. just, lo- oh, they're mm-hmm. high-fiving and laughing mm-hmm. and just world leaders are basically hugging and crying when they see this kind of stuff. I mean, those I mean, guys... That's hyperbolic to a little degree. There's certain, and, and you must remember that they didn't just say the F word 
They no, they did. Other, that's they all did. they did. That's, that's all they, they did. They did it and in it a was, funny voice, and we're going to touch on funny voices. Yes, that will come. That will come. What I wanted to say as a as an addendum to what you said was thank you to George Carlin because if you have taken the magic out of the F word now. If I go up and said I was effing my girlfriend last night, mm-hmm. that's not funny enough. I actually need a joke. It's because... The- Unless I say the F word in a funny voice, apparently. Let me ask you one question. Okay. Where's the hard C or K sound in the F word? Just just the phrase, the F word. There, there isn't not one, Not the Kevin. word fuck, right. which has one at the end. Sorry, well, I'll have to put the explicit message on it because I said it once. But... At the very end there, it's like, is this going to be fun? No, nope. no, I'm screwed now. Oh, right. And you got me. You lampooned me mm-hmm. with a word that I wasn't supposed to hear. Right. I'm never supposed to hear that word. My mom doesn't let me listen to those words. Well, you're absolutely right. Uh, that is how um, that is how it used to be, Kevin. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, you must know that maybe your mom doesn't let you hear the F word. But a lot of people have heard the F word, and yeah, it's very yeah. commonplace. And maybe on a kid's show, if you say, you know, not the phrase the F word, but the actual F word, then uh, that's going to cause a bit of a rumpus. But if you just say it in, in uh, you know, on a comedy special, that's not going to be where the laugh is found. Yeah. Yeah. No. And maybe that's where we're differing in this conversation is that I don't think the F word is inherently funny. I mean, yeah, the hard C, of course, you're going to, it's going to heighten anything. It it, it will. Yeah. But because of George Carlin, we need a punchline. We need a stop sign. We Mm. need a chapter Mm -hmm. break. Yeah. You know? That's true. That's true. Uh, You know, well, because we're both right, uh, we can agree to agree. Exactly. And one thing that I wanted to end for, you know, about Eddie Murphy and Bill Cosby, Mm -hmm. Bill Cosby wasn't, he wasn't, he was a family man. He was a family comedian and he was always funny and he'll always be funny. Yeah, Eddie Eddie Murphy, now he's funny. Oh, yeah. Now he's finally doing timeless work. Yes. With the clumps we've mentioned a million times. Pluto Nash. Pluto Nash. You know, these things. mm -hmm. Getting clumpy. These are comedy gems which will Mm -hmm. uh, transcend time. Uh, Whereas his old, I'm in a tight suit talking about the P word for vagina, um, Mm. you know, I'm sorry, but. That's time. That's that's got a stamped a date stamped washed, on it. Washed over. Yeah, we're gonna watch that later, and we're gonna go. Hmm. Well, uh, I guess it was funny to say uh, the, all these vulgar good, words but back it's then. No, Doctor Doolittle. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I love that you put it that way. It's no Doctor Doolittle, and I think Rex Harrison would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good old Rex. Who's Rex Harrison? Rex Harrison was the original Doctor Doolittle. Right. Um, before Eddie Murphy came and did it, maybe not as well, but, you know, he did a good job. And, and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he, what he did with Dr. Doolittle is better than what he did with Raw. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, uh, yes. I mean, they're difficult to compare because one's a comedy film remake and the other one's a uh, original stand-up yeah, special. special yeah. So, yeah. they're difficult. But, uh, I mean... <sighs> Rex Harrington never do an original stand-up special? Rex Harrison didn't... Uh, he was a he was a comedian. He wasn't uh, he was a mm. co- comedian actor. He wasn't ah, really a yes. 
a, uh, a stand-up comic. And, and, you know, maybe we should refrain from talking so much about comedians, but Madeline Kahn, she was just amazing. Yeah, uh, she was a... Um a spirit wind for the goddesses of of comedy, the the muse, the muses of comedy that sometimes, you know, dwell within the soul. Well, they amuse us. Exactly, that's where the word comes from, mm-hmm. from the Latin word amusing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, we've uh, almost reached the end of our time because mm-hmm. we're trying to keep it concise. Um, yeah, but Bill, uh, we we nailed. I think we, we nailed it. Yeah, we, we nailed covered it. so much of Bill Cosby's yeah. career, and we mentioned his childhood. Yeah, um, his style. Uh, yeah. you know, students um, try try your own uh, three long part epic, epic, super long joke. Mm-hmm. Post it on our page. Give us an email. See, see, yeah. you know, send us, and and if we've got the time, we'll we'll, we'll give it a read and. Make Maybe we'll give you some advice. Yeah, um, that, that, I think that's a really good contest. Uh, y- yeah. You can do it on our yeah. Facebook page. Write us a nice long-form comedy joke. And you could also tweet it to us in many, tweet many it. parts. Just make sure that on every tweet it has the JK around, mm-hmm. at the JK around, and then do like one of eight or whatever, that one slash yeah. eight, so that yeah. we know how many we Keep it parts. clean. Keep it nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can be a little bit cheeky. We appreciate I just meant clean uh, in clean the format. Looking. Yeah, uh, because Twitter sometimes can get very jumbled. Yeah. Very yeah, jumbled. Yeah, yeah. A lot of things just yeah. sort of... And we bl- do blah, 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 one blah. of eight, two of eight, three of eight, because if yeah. we don't do that, then we won't know what order it's in, and yeah. then what if we read the punchline first? Exactly. It's not going to be funny to so, us. So give us a clean, cheeky, good time. Mm-hmm. And uh, make it long form. Make that epic uh, yeah. up here. Um, go on your own Frodo-like quest and, exactly. and find at the end the the princess. Kevin, before we go, should we introduce uh, our new segment, What If? Of course, because this is a, a time for a, a good time to have What If is right at the end. Just leaving uh, you guys, Pondering. your imaginations, yeah, mm-hmm. just a soaring. Mm-hmm. So, because, you know, your uh, imagination yeah. is a gift. Yeah, can is. I say this? Yes. Can I just can. do a little bit of an oh, talk about this for a second? Imagination is a gift, and if you're not using it, you're wasting your life. You're wasting your yeah, time, and you're wasting, wasting everyone else's energy. Use your imagination as, and go as far with it as you can because you know what? You're, let's say you dig ditches. Yeah. That's your career. It's a pretty, a pretty sh- a small career. Yeah, you're not well, doing not much. very creative. Yeah. But uh, well, while you're digging this? those dish- ditches, you could be in Cancun. Yeah, watching the the, the Super buffer Bowl. float, watching the buffalo or the whales mm-hmm. or whatever uh, sea animal you like to see mm-hmm. uh, or watch. Exactly. And and does that whale have to be gray? No, it can be Mm-mm. purple. It can mm-hmm. have sparkles, and uh, there can be a rain- rainbow emanating from its blowhole. Boom. You know, imagination. I mean, exactly. So please use that gift. The gift. And that's what we're going to do with this new segment called What If. What If. What if you were something, not just a comedian, let's use imagination. Uh, what we do is we take the comedian that we're discussing today yeah. and we just ponder what if? What if? What, what if, if what he if blank? Blank. Yeah, exactly. Today is what if uh, Joel has prepared, and who will read it thusly? All right. Well, I haven't really written it down, but um, 
in the Capitol today, we have a little bit of snow. So I thought, what if Bill Cosby were a snowflake? What a gorgeous image, right? Mm. Now, can we all just picture that? Can we all just see his face or his being, I guess? His essence. His essence as a snowflake. As a floating, delicate. And let's remember, and this is what actually really speaks to Bill Cosby, his originality, mm-hmm. his uniqueness. So his snowflake uh, their persona, I guess, is very fitting mm-hmm. that we can imagine him as a snowflake and we can see him drifting in the wind from mm-hmm. side to side. But we don't want to see him melt. And no. that's the danger. Mm-hmm. Especially that's with the, the danger of the snowflake. Yeah. Yep. Would we make him a brown snowflake, Kevin? Or would we leave it a white snowflake? You know, it would be up to... Up to his own originality. Mm-hmm. Like I said, uh, there there is no snowflake that uh, looks exactly like another That's snowflake. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, Although they are all the same color. Usually. Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. That they, like, they do have similarities. And is Bill Cosby in any way similar to other comedians? I mean, we compared him to Eddie, Murf- right. Eddie Murphy um, because of this, they're both the same in that they're both long-form comedians. Right. Um, but, like, is he the same as all comedians? Yes. Are, are all comedians the same as all comedians? Yes and no. Mm-hmm. Because, obviously, they're different ones. Mm-hmm. But obviously, there's similarities too, and they're all the same in that sense that they're all different. They're and, all they're all the same, the same because they have the name comedians attached to them, mm-hmm. and they all you know reside in that comedy family. Yep. But when they're looking across the the you know, thanks, room, the yeah the Thanksgiving Day's dinner mm-hmm. table at, at their family, and mm-hmm. they say, "Pass me the mushroom DMs." Mm-hmm. And they look across and they say, this, this isn't my father. This is Bill Cosby. And he mm-hmm. winks at you. And you love it. And, and what that sort of lets you in on that little world of, yeah. you are different. It's, you are you different. You don't look like my but dad. But you are family. But you're family and we're in the same family. Mm-hmm. You know, the other thing that makes me think of Bill Cosby as a snowflake is that he floats down so softly and deftly. Mm-hmm. With his comedy, he doesn't hammer you with it. No. He's no. not one of those comedians that that I would imagine is big old boots trudging in the snow and crushing yeah. all the little, all these comedians who are, are soft and delicate and precious. Yeah. You know, and he's going, fee, fi, fo, fum, punchline. You yeah. know? Whereas Bill yeah. Cosby's coming down and he's saying, you know, a scoobly, 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 and mm-hmm. punchline. And you know, what? A snowflake shows up when, usually when it's the coldest. Mm. And that's exactly when we need comedy. Mm. Oh. So keep that in mind for uh, yourselves mm-hmm. this week. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, take care of yourselves. Keep taking the magic out of comedy. Yeah. Make sure to tune in each week. Follow us on Twitter. The you JK know what it is. Yeah. The JK Round on Facebook. The JK Round at gmail.com. St. Kevin an email or something. Indeed. Yeah. And uh, just remember that you, our dear students, are the warmth in the cold world. Mm-hmm. And you're cool because you're comedians, but don't be too cool because you gotta heat up this hurting nation. That's right. I, that was also a good metaphor to end on. Good job. Have a great week. Class dismissed.